0: Wichita's number one talk.
1: Good morning. It is 8.01. This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Ted Woodward. Steve McIntosh has the day off. It is Monday, February 20th, Washington's birthday federal holiday. Our full weather forecast is on the way. Currently in Wichita, it is partly cloudy, 35 degrees. President Biden... Making a surprise trip to Kiev, we'll have those details coming up.
0: I'm Rodney Price. Coming up, we will have a preview of Tuesday's Wichita City Council meeting. I'm KNSS, meteorologist Dan Holiday. We have a cool, dry start to our morning, but temperatures are going to be running well above normal for the next several days here in Wichita. How warm do we get? Our complete forecast in just a few minutes. President Biden making a surprise trip to Kiev,
1: Ukraine, meeting with President Zelensky. As recently as Friday, we were told there were no
0: plans for the president to visit Ukraine. The White House was publishing a schedule for reporters in Washington, D.C., but that was all part of a
2: very elaborate ruse, essentially, to uh, give the Secret Service and the U.S. military time to prepare this visit. According to a very small traveling press pool that was with the president, in Kiev, uh, he did not announce any kind of new assistance that, that the Ukrainians have not already received. But he did say they're going to get at least a half a billion more dollars in uh, security assistance.
1: And that's Fox's Peter Ducey with that report. Former President Jimmy Carter has entered hospice care at home. That's according to a statement from the Carter Center. This report from Plains, Georgia. Carter Setter says that the former president has decided to spend the rest of his time uh, with his family at home in hospice care. This comes after a series of short hospital stays, according to the nonprofit, which adds that he has the full support of his family and his medical team. Carter's grandson, Jason, a former Georgia state senator, tweeted Saturday, I saw both of my grandparents yesterday. They are at peace. And as always, their home is full of love. And that's Fox's Jonathan Seri with that report. Police are investigating a shooting that seriously injured a 44-year-old Wichita woman.
0: Officers were dispatched around 1145 Saturday morning to the 1800 block of North Pyatt. When they arrived, they found the 44-year-old victim sitting inside her parked vehicle with two gunshot wounds to her upper legs. After being treated on the scene, the victim was transported to an area hospital with serious but non-life-threatening injuries. The victim underwent surgery and at last check was in stable condition. Police are still investigating what led to the shooting, but say it was not a random incident and that the victim and suspect know each other. Call police if you have any information on this case. Rodney Price, KNSS News.
1: Kansas Senator Renee Erickson of Wichita tells KNSS News about what the legislature's doing.
3: We have been extremely busy in Senate tax. Um, we passed out SB 33, which exempts Social Security benefits from Kansas income tax. So that is sitting below the line. We also have a flat tax in SB 61. And SB 248, which exempts sales tax on healthy foods, that has a hearing tomorrow.
1: Senator Erickson, a guest on the John Whitmer Show last night right here on KNSS. The Department of Labor says one of the country's largest cleaning services for food processing companies employed more than 100 children in dangerous jobs at 13 meatpacking plants, including Kansas. There's been about a 50% increase in child labor violations in the last five years. At least three miners were injured on the job, burned by caustic cleaning chemicals at the JBS plant in Grand Island, Nebraska. Those 13 plants were spread out across 13 states, including Kansas, Nebraska, and Colorado. A busy meeting ahead on Wednesday this week for the Sedgwick County Commission. The board will hear an update about the Greater Wichita Partnership. And then consider a three-year funding agreement for the GWP. That will occur a day after the city of Wichita discusses a similar measure. The county appraiser will be talking about property value trends in his annual report. We'll also get a quarterly report on the county's finances. That's all coming up Wednesday. Hey, what's that up in the sky? And what's buried under the ground in Pennsylvania? All sorts of places to look for interesting things. And our full weather forecast is on the way as well. KNSS News Time,
0: 8.05. Stephen Ted in the Morning.
1: 8.09 was Stephen Ted in the Morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. A homeowner in Texas may have evidence of a meteor falling out of the sky.
0: NASA says the meteor that crashed near McAllen, Texas last week was about two feet wide and weighed 1,000 pounds. You can hear the sonic boom from a home video camera. The space agency says radar and other data indicate that meteorites
1: did reach the ground. The Hidalgo County Sheriff reports air traffic controllers in Houston also got word two aircraft saw a meteor in the sky just west of McAllen.
0: Experts say meteors break apart as they fall through the atmosphere and they generally are not a risk to the public. Richard Jordan, Fox News. It's
1: 810 with Stephen Ted in the morning on ninety eight seven and 1330 KNSS. Traffic
2: in the Wichita area this morning, well, the... Traffic volumes already starting to thin out just a little bit. We're seeing some uh, uh, pretty easy-going traffic today. Uh, Right now, just watch out for, we have a stalled-out vehicle westbound Kellogg right around Webb Road. Uh, We also have another one stalled-out southbound I-135. It's the ramp from hydraulic. Watch for slowdowns. Traffic update from 98.7 at 1330 KNSS. I'm Jad Chambers
1: and our weather forecast here on this federal holiday let's check in with meteorologist dan holiday good morning
0: dan good morning we have a winter storm system passing through the northern part of the country but it's going to feel more like spring here at home temperatures this morning were near the freezing mark but a big warm-up expected today sunny with a high 65 variable clouds overnight yellow 36 then breezy on tuesday with a high 66 I'm KNSS meteorologist and holiday. Currently in Wichita, we have a partly cloudy sky, a little
1: breeze out of the north. It is 35 degrees here on this Monday morning. It's 8:11 with Stephen Ted on KNSS. It is the Washington's birthday federal holiday. Let's check in with Fox News Radio's Tanya J. Powers from New York. And Tanya, like uh, like us, it appears you did not get the day off.
3: <laughs> no, no, I did not. Uh, it is a federal holiday, you're right. Uh, most folks just refer to it as President's Day, but you actually had the correct title of the name. The official name of the federal holiday today is Washington's birthday.
1: And in, in each, each individual state puts the apostrophe where it should or should yeah. not go, and it's every, everybody kind of does it a little differently.
3: Yeah, it is kind of a hot mess when you look at how <laughs> everybody does it differently. Um, Because in some states, like you said, it's presidents with uh, an S apostrophe. And in other ones, it's presidents with apostrophe S. And in some, doesn't have an apostrophe at all. Um, In other states, you have some configuration of other names involved as well. Um, In Alabama, it's called George Washington Thomas Jefferson birthday. In Arizona, it's Lincoln Washington President's Day. In Arkansas, it's George Washington's birthday, and Daisy Bates' day to honor the late civil rights advocate. Um, in Montana, they, they like to put Lincoln first. So it's Lincoln's and Washington's birthday. There's any number of configurations depending on what state you're in.
1: No school today. Does So does uh, Does New York have a different feel to it when everybody's out of school?
3: Um, I mean, there's still plenty of people, you know, uh, making the commute and stuff like that. Uh, but it's not just, and it's not just schools, by the way. Remember, the federal offices are mm-hmm. going to be closed, so that's going to affect your postal delivery, banks, like uh, your bank can be closed. State and local government offices, a lot of those are going to be closed today. Some public schools and universities. Are, are going to be closed, so I mean, it's it's a number of different things that are going to be affected by this. If you have some sort of like banking business or whatever like that, remember check your check your bank's hours to see if they're actually going to be open today.
1: And of course, if you're in the market for a new mattress, this is your day.
3: This is your day, <laughs> uh, but <laughs> yeah, the President's Day sales uh, we see a lot of a lot of those. You know, around this uh, this time of the year, there's no shortage of different holidays. This is one of those. You know where there's any number of of sales for Presidents' Day. Um, yeah, if you if you get a good deal, please let us put, let the rest of us know.
1: <laughs> what did, so does does your agenda change at all because it's a federal holiday, or is it just a work as normal today?
3: No, it's a work as normal kind of day today.
1: All right, we'll get to uh, and how's the weather in New York by the way?
3: Uh, today it I think we're already like. 48, I believe, uh, partly cloudy here. Um, so hopefully we're going to get some more sun. It's been it's been pretty nice. I think it's going to be, I want to say today's high is almost near 60. Nice. It's,
0: it's
3: pretty warm compared to how it normally has been traditionally at this time of the year. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of been all over the road with the weather.
1: Sounds good. We'll enjoy your President's Day or <laughs> Washington's birthday holiday, however you want to call it. Enjoy the day, and we thank you for your time. Thank you. That is Fox News Radio's Tanya J. Powers with us from New York here on the federal holiday.
2: You know, something we were talking about earlier, the states that don't mm-hmm. have a Washington County somewhere in them. So I've counted them up. There are 19 states that do not. And I'm not going to go through a name. It Surprised me don't. a little bit. Yeah, but I, I have all 19 here. Uh, there is one that does not that. I thought about it for a second. And I thought, well, that's strange that they don't have a Washington County, and then I thought, no, wait a minute, that's not strange. That makes perfect sense.
1: Washington, Washington. That's correct. Yeah.
2: There is no Washington County in, in Washington the state, state
1: of Washington. That's right. It's eight fifteen with Stephen Ted here on says. Hey, some newly released government records fueling speculation about a treasure trove of gold. It's somewhere in Pennsylvania.
0: A court-ordered government release of photos, videos, maps, and other documents convincing treasure hunter Dennis Parada that the FBI is looking for Civil War-era gold at a dig in Dents Run, Pennsylvania. Parada waging a legal battle, forcing the FBI to turn over records, pointing
2: to sophisticated testing suggesting that tons of gold might be buried there. The FBI insisting, however, that their dig came up empty. All this connected to local lore, saying an 1863 shipment of Union gold disappeared appeared on its way to the US Mint in Philadelphia. Parada saying 79 to tons of gold could be buried at that
1: site. Paul Stevens, Fox News. It just sounds like an episode of Wild Wild West or Maverick or something. <laughs> <you know? It laughs> right. Sounds sounds outlandish. Yeah, it does.
2: Little strange. Going back to the Washington thing again real quick. We I I was I was looking through there. There are some there are some strange ones out there. South Dakota does not have a Washington County. Uh, It did. It used to. All the way until 1943, uh, there was a Washington County, South Dakota. However, it got split into two counties in 1943, neither of which they named Washington. So, hmm. you go. Know, it got split into two counties because of financial troubles in the uh, county, you know, management area. So. There was that. There was a Washington County, Massachusetts. There is no longer a Washington County, Massachusetts because Washington County, Massachusetts became Washington County, Maine when Maine was granted statehood status. So Maine got Washington County and they just don't have one now in Massachusetts. And the District of Columbia which I didn't even know had counties, but apparently I guess it does. Uh, district of Columbia had Washington County, uh, but apparently all of the counties in uh, the, the District of Columbia, uh, apparently all of those counties now don't exist.
1: Yeah, and that would create confusion too. Washington, D.C., Washington, Washington County. County, County. yeah, it's exactly. District, yeah. Yeah, yeah
2: so those, those don't exist anymore. And then uh, Washington District, North Carolina... Uh, later became Washington County, North Carolina, but uh, it, strangely enough, it became a part of Tennessee in 1796. So there you go. Those it, those are the those are the strange ones, the outliers.
1: <laughs> yes. In any event, it is the Washington's birthday federal holiday, third Monday of the month. It is 8:18 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS, and let's see what's going on in the world of sports. <laughs> We'll start out with Big Monday on ESPN, college men's basketball tonight. Number 5, Kansas, visiting number 22, TCU. Jayhawks have the longest winning streak in the conference right now. They've won four in a row, looking for their fifth in a row tonight, going down to Fort Worth. Now, this one's kind of interesting because TCU and the Jayhawks played a month ago in Lawrence, and TCU won that game by 23 points. Yeah, I'm sure that the Jayhawks remember that one, and that will... Yeah. Weighing on their minds going into the game tonight. Probably a little at you least. You think? Uh, Fan though, does have the Jayhawks as a one-and-a-half point underdog going into this one. KU is tied for first place atop the conference standings along with Texas. There's only four games to go in the regular season. That game will tip off in Fort Worth at 8 o'clock tonight. KUTCU. Listen live to the Jayhawks on 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Prior to that on KFH, we have Shocker Coaches shows as we do on a Monday night. We're going three in a row tonight, back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, starting out with women's basketball coach Keith Adams at 5 p.m. Shocker ladies won two of their last three. And then men's basketball coach Isaac Brown at 6 o'clock this evening. Shocker men coming off back-to-back wins. And then Shocker softball coach Christy Breadbenner at 7 o'clock. Shocker softball team is on a three-game winning streak. Listen to all those coaches live on 97.5 and 1240 KFH tonight. The Shocker baseball team is coming back from California after winning yesterday afternoon. The Shockers lost close games on Friday and Saturday, but they won big yesterday thanks to eight runs in the top of the third inning. Shane Dennis had the call on 97.5 and 1240 KFH.
0: And that one's driven hard and deep in the left field, down toward the corner, and if it's fair, it's gone. It is. Mauricio Milan goes deep, and Wichita State comes right back. It is five to
1: 5-3. Yeah, and that was the start of an eight-run inning in the top of the third. So the Shocks had an 11-3 lead, and they cruise on in to beat Long Beach 11-6 yesterday afternoon. 1,900 fans on hand at the game in Long Beach. Shockers get the win. On the mound, junior pitcher Garrett Adler, or Grant Adler rather, from Derby, went six innings and got the win. His first win as a shocker. So the Shockers pick up their first win of the season. Meanwhile, the Wichita State softball team was in San Diego yesterday, wrapping up a weekend there, and it was an easy shocker win yesterday 12 to nothing over Fairleigh Dickinson in five innings as the Shockers hit three home runs on the day. And boy, the offense was cranked up. Soft- uh, Senior designated player, Lauren Mills. She was 2-for-2 two two at the plate. Both those hits were home runs. She drove in five. And then, of course, there's senior shortstop Sydney McKinney for the Shockers. She picked up her 300th career hit yesterday. That's number one all time for Shockers softball. She was 3-for-3 three three at the plate. Mm-hmm. Sydney McKinney leads the nation in batting with a 771 batting average. Wow! You heard me. She's batting 771 on the season. <laughs> she went three for three yesterday and leads the nation in hitting. Shocker softball team picks up a nice 12 nothing win yesterday over Fairleigh Dickinson. We had uh, tennis action yesterday. Finally getting outdoors for the first time this spring or winter. <laughs> the women's the Wichita State women's tennis team was in Tulsa and they played a neutral match, beat Louisiana Tech handily six to one. First time outdoors for the Shocker ladies. They've won five of their last six. And then in Wichita State men's tennis, they played a couple of home matches. Their first time outdoors this season. And the Shocker men won both those matches, including a 4-3 victory over Nebraska. Shocker men's tennis has won three in a row. College bowling. Huge day yesterday in Indianapolis for the Wichita State women's bowling squad. First up, they beat the number one team in the nation, Mount Mercy, two games to zero to win the women's division of the PBA Collegiate Championships in Indianapolis. That's enough of an accomplishment. But then the Shocker women also competed in the Hoosier Classic, and they won that. They beat the uh, Savannah College of Art and Design in five games. So the Shocker women won a college tournament, and they won the PBA Collegiate Championships yesterday, both in Indianapolis. The Wichita State women's bowling team is ranked number four in the nation. And that's sports with Stephen Ted. It is 8:23 with Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS. Keep it here for traffic and weather, and we'll also be telling you about what happened to all the climate calamity. That'll be the Sean Hannity Morning Minute coming up right here with Stephen Ted on KNSS.
0: This is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS.
1: Good morning. It is 831. You are listening to 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. It is Monday, February 20th, Washington's birthday federal holiday. Currently in Wichita, it's partly cloudy and 35 degrees. Our full weather forecast coming up in just a few minutes. A woman and two children critically injured in a traffic accident southwest of Wichita. This was late yesterday afternoon on MacArthur Road near Schulte, near the intersection with Highway K42. The SUV rolled over and caught fire. A woman in her early 30s and her two children were hospitalized in critical condition. The young victims were a four-year-old girl and a two-year-old boy. New updates emerging in the East Palestine train derailment in Ohio.
3: More toxic chemicals were released than initially reported after the Norfolk Southern train derailed over two weeks ago. So vinyl chloride, one of the substances on board, had, had, was burned off to avoid an explosion. That was that enormous plume we all saw. It's known to increase the risk of cancer. But as the cleanup of that site continues, officials maintain that the water and air are safe. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg, who waited 10 days after the derailment to address it, he sent a letter to Norfolk Southern, their CEO, demanding that the company, quote, live up to its commitment to make residents whole. The Norfolk Southern CEO did visit East Palestine this weekend. Buttigieg has not yet been.
1: And that's Fox's Alexandria Hoff with that report. Spirit Aerosystems in Wichita reaching a major milestone, the delivery of the 100th KC-46A Pegasus front fuselage. Spirit won the contract to produce the part way back in 12 years ago. City Council member Brandon Johnson says it's a milestone that signifies the trust the company has in its workers.
0: The job creation is one thing, but trusting the capabilities of our city and our employees and spirit as a company
1: means a whole lot. I think that's job security for the future as well. The Pegasus aircraft serves as a tanker, but it can also carry and operate as a communication hub. It also carries cargo as well. Law enforcement in Cowley County responding to a crash at 33rd and Meadowlark in Winfield late Saturday night. Vehicle had left the roadway, rolled over, hit a utility pole. The passenger of the vehicle was 27-year-old Nicholas Morris of Arkansas City, and he died at the scene. Officers say the driver of the vehicle left the scene of the accident. Japan is calling for an urgent meeting of the United Nations Security Council following two more North Korean missile tests. North Korea fired two short-range missiles into the eastern sea on Monday after a surprise intercontinental missile test on Saturday. Pyongyang has been threatening a stronger-than-ever response to military drills by the United States and South Korea. Neighbour Japan wants the UN Security
3: Council to meet as soon as possible. But even if it does meet, the council may not take action. Last year, China and Russia blocked a US-led attempt to hit
1: North Korea with more sanctions. Jonathan Savage, Fox News. Well, they say good help is hard to find. One pizza shop owner in Ohio taking some unique steps to make it
0: a little easier. The owners of Santino's Pizzeria in Columbus, Ohio, were having trouble finding good people to work there. So they put up a sign that reads, now hiring non-stupid people. Jaden Dunnigan works there. Her parents run the place. She says, a lot of people we've hired just don't want to work. Hence the sign. The customers aren't offended, and judging by the number of positive comments it's generated on Facebook, neither are most other folks. The sign's been up for about two months and has created more customers. Dunnigan says, "Stop in for a slice and an application if you're smart enough." Karen McHugh, Fox News.
1: It's 8:35 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS. Let's take a look at our weather forecast. Check in with
0: meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan. Good morning. Some high, thin clouds are spreading in from the southwestern part of the country. A chilly start to our morning, but temperatures warm up nicely this afternoon, and it's going to stay that way through Wednesday. Today's high 65. Partly cloudy overnight, tariff 36. Then breezy tomorrow with a high in the upper 60s. I'm KNSS, meteorologist and holiday. Currently in Wichita, we have a partly cloudy
1: sky, a little breeze out of the north. It is 35 degrees. Looking for a forecast high today, 65. KNSS weather brought to you by the Monarch. Open at 11 a.m. for lunch Monday through Sunday. Call to reserve a table on the patio for lunch or dinner at the Monarch. Right there at 579 West Douglas in Delano. A great place to hang out, the Monarch. 8.36 with Steve and Ted here on KNSS. And that means it's time to blur that fine line between news and entertainment. That's why it's called The Blur. And here is your presenter, Jad Chambers. Yeah, some sad
2: news we'll start with. Uh, one of the last of Hollywood's old-time sex symbols has died. Fox's Roger Stern with more.
0: Stella Stevens came to
1: prominence in the 1960s. She was paired with Elvis Presley as his love interest in the forgettable film, Girls, Girls, Girls.
3: And Don Juan and Casanova rolled into one. But in the boat, it's girls.
1: A year later, she starred with Jerry Lewis in a more prestigious movie, The Nutty Professor.
3: Honestly, Professor, you shouldn't
0: let a big ox like that bother you.
1: Stella Stevens was born in Mississippi in 1938. In 1972, she joined an all-star cast in the hit disaster movie, The Poseidon Adventure. his wife, Mrs. Rogo. Stella Stevens was 84. Her son, actor producer Andrew Stevens, says she suffered from Alzheimer's disease. Roger Stern, Fox News.
2: Of course, when you talk about the all star cast she was a part of, mm-hmm. she was also part of an all star cast in A Monster in the Closet. Mm-hmm. Uh plenty of uh, folks in that movie along with our very own Don Grant.
1: Don Grant, the money tracker.
2: CFP was in the movie Monster, Monster in, the in the Closet, closet. Yeah. with Stella Stevens. <laughs> Stella Stevens, yeah. Henry Gibson was in that movie so, yeah. And yeah. Jesse White. Yeah, yeah. The late Paul Cla- Walker. Claude Aiken's. Yeah.
1: Paul Walker was in that? Yeah, he no, was the, he was a little kid. That. Oh my God! Yeah,
2: Paul Walker was the little kid at the very uh, was the little kid in that movie. The little girl at the very beginning of that movie that you know, you know spoiler, everyone uh, gets killed by the monster in the closet. That was uh, well. She became the singer known as Fergie.
1: I guess I didn't know that either.
2: Yeah, there were two child stars in that movie that would go on to be fairly well known.
1: But the big star was Don Don Grant, Grant CFP, right? CFP, the money tracker.
2: <laughs> exactly. Uh, let's see, another another one here, Richard Belzer, who stood out on the oh, comedy yeah. stage and as a streetwise detective on Law & Order SUV, has died. Here's more from Fox's Grenal Scott.
0: Belzer died in France while suffering from several health issues. His career, mainly on the stand-up circuit and on TV, spanned more than four decades. Most knew him as Detective John Munch in the Law & Order franchise, but he originated the role in another hit series, Homicide, Life on the Streets and reprised it in other acclaimed shows, such as Arrested Development and The Wire. Belzer experienced tragedy in his life, losing both his father and brother to suicides. He survived about with cancer in 1983. Among the first to share news of Belzer's death, Saturday Night Live alum Lorraine Newman, who via Twitter called him one of the funniest people ever. Richard Belzer was 78. Gernal Scott. Fox News
2: arrested development in the wire I also believe the simpsons I think he uh, he played a belzer like <laughs>
1: yeah I remember that yeah,
2: If I remember correctly so yeah a uh, new documentary coming about uh coming out about the former boxing champion Muhammad Ali Fox's Michelle Polino with more
3: Cassius X Becoming Ali premieres on the Smithsonian Channel the documentary explores the transformation of Cassius Clay into the international boxing icon and activist Muhammad Ali. Cassius Clay
2: is a name no more, is that right? He is the symbol of transformation.
3: The basis of this change was Ali's new Muslim faith, which affected both his personal and professional life. He did this as he approached the biggest fight of his life, which was against heavyweight champ Sonny Liston. Michelle Polino, Fox News.
2: We've got some birthdays today. Okay. Donald Fagan, 75 years old today.
3: Are you in the
2: Donald Fagan, of course, singer, songwriter, keyboardist, a uh, core member of Steely Dan, band known for a run in the 70s, blending rock, jazz, funk, and pop, sold over 40 million albums worldwide, inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2001. De- uh, Steely Dan's Donald Fagan, 75 years old today. Got another birthday in the music world. You heart, the Ian Brown, Stone Roses, 60 years old today. Frontman for the rock band The Stone Roses, Ian Brown played a significant part in the rise of the U.K.'s Manchester scene from the late 80s and early 90s. Kind of Brit pop movement there. Uh, Stone Roses uh, self-titled 1989 album uh, debut generally called one of the greater albums of all time so uh, sometimes so interesting I suppose some of the uh, critics especially British critics often rank that one as uh, one of the better ones Brown is an active is active with a solo career and revived uh, Stone Roses they reunited in 2011 after a 15 year hiatus Uh, The music birthdays continue. (laughs) Brian Luttrell, 48 years old today. Brian Luttrell, of course. Brian Luttrell is one of the Backstreet Boys. One of the best-selling musical groups in history. 130 million recordings Mm. sold worldwide. Now, one of the Backstreet Boys is 48 today. (laughs) Brian Luttrell, happy birthday. And another birthday in the music world. Rihanna, 35 years old today. Oh, yeah.
1: Just performed at the Super Bowl.
2: Yep. Uh, Pop, R&B, hip-hop, singer-songwriter, Rihanna. Born Robin Fenty. uh, Sold over 230 million uh, recordings worldwide since her 2005 debut. Uh, the native of Barbados currently had has had 14 number one hits as a solo and featured artist, and eight top ten albums, uh, two number ones in the U.S. Happy birthday to Rihanna. Rihanna. Yep. Her birthday. 35 years old today. And finish things off with... Uh, we told you we'd talk about the box office a little bit. And, of course pretty predictable result the latest installment from the marvel cinematic universe at the top of the weekend box office here's fox's kathleen maloney
3: ant-man and the wasp quantum mania finished at the top of the weekend box office pulling in 104 million dollars
0: i don't care who this guy is i just lost so much can give us a second
3: chance it's the largest opening of the year so far james cameron's avatar the way of water remains in second place with 6.4 million in its 10th weekend the sci-fi sequel now surpasses titanic as the third highest grossing film ever coming in third place is puss in boots the last wish bringing in 5.3 million this weekend kathleen maloney fox news
2: yeah, I don't think anybody was suspecting that Ant-Man wasn't going to be at the top of the box yeah, office was, after yeah.
1: after this weekend. Well, that's all we have for The Blur today, Ted. Sounds good. Thank you, sir. That is entertainment news in The Blur every weekday morning at this time right here with Steve and Ted on KNSS. And, you know, tomorrow's Tuesday morning, and you know what that means. We will be able to titillate Steve McIntosh oh. with all that audio from... The Bachelor, the bachelor yeah. is going to be on tonight. So that'll be fun. Be sure to make it uh, make it here for the Tuesday Blur tomorrow morning. That'll be good stuff. All right, eight forty-five is Steve and Ted on KNSS. We have a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal on the way, and we'll talk about a some construction going on up in Newton.
0: Steve and Ted in the morning on KNSS.
1: 849 with Steve and Ted in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. We have the Wichita Business Journal update coming up shortly. And i will be telling you about uh, candidates entering the mayoral race and headlines associated with that. Now, Steve and Ted, it's time for three big things. Three. Former President Jimmy Carter has entered hospice care at home in Georgia. The former president is 98 years old. Two. A mother and two young children critically injured in a traffic accident southwest of Wichita late yesterday afternoon among the injured a four-year-old girl and a two-year-old boy. What? President Biden making a surprise trip to Kiev, Ukraine, meeting with President Zelensky and offering more U.S. help. Three big things with Stephen Ted, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS.
2: Traffic this morning. The gasoline prices in the Wichita area still two ninety nine a gallon on average. Best I've found two ninety four a gallon. Twenty first and one hundred and twenty seventh East. And remember, we've got that uh, uh, rolling road construction northbound on the Turnpike. Uh, you can run into it anywhere from East Wichita all the way up to Andover. So, or uh, sorry, all the way up to El Dorado. So uh, watch out there this morning. Uh, rolling roadblocks northbound on the Turnpike. If you're headed that direction, traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers.
1: And our weather forecast here on this Monday, the Washington's birthday federal holiday. Looking at a high today of 65 degrees under a sunny sky. Overnight low tonight down to 36. It'll be partly cloudy. And then tomorrow, a breezy day and a high Tuesday, 66 Currently in Wichita, we have a partly cloudy sky, a little breeze out of the north. It is 35 degrees. We're on our way to a high of 65 here on this Monday. Right after we're finished up with Steve and Ted, we have the Glenn Beck Program coming up from 9 to 11 a.m. every weekday. Some of the topics on the Beck Program today. Blinken says China gave no apology for the spy balloon. Talk some more about President Carter entering hospice care at home. Some of the topics today on the Glenn Beck Program. Coming up shortly, nine to eleven a.m. right here every weekday morning after Stephen Ted in the morning. It's eight fifty-two with Stephen Ted. Now it is time for a local business update from the Wichita Business Journal. The City Commission in Newton has approved a development agreement for the construction of a new manufacturing facility for GAF Materials. That's a New Jersey-based roofing manufacturer with more than two dozen plants nationwide. Local economic development leaders in the area have called it the largest private sector investment in the Wichita region in the last five years. Newton is going to provide up to $350 million in industrial revenue bonds. That includes a sales tax exemption on construction materials and equipment and a 100% property tax exemption for a decade. To get those incentives, GAF has to invest at least $75 million in improvements on the site. The site is planned on 230 acres in Kansas Logistics Park That's an industrial park in Newton, southwest corner of 12th and Hillside. The project should create at least 137 full-time employees within a four-year span. So far, not many details about the plans, including the size of the facility, what manufacturing operations might take place there, or the construction timeline as well. As more candidates enter this year's Wichita mayoral race, and suburban politics are grabbing headlines too, Uh, The Wichita Business Journal held an Emerging Leaders Roundtable, diving into what younger generations should keep in mind if considering politics. Sparked by interest and questions from others in the room, Ben Salceda, a Wichita Business Journal Emerging Leader and the Executive Director of the Kansas Aviation Museum, shared a bit of his journey, part of a local governing body, and gave overarching thoughts on how to and how not to approach challenging issues. Salceda, who has been a Park City Council member since 2018, Said it's valuable to note that sometimes, quote, the right decision might not always be the best option, but you're not always presented the best options. And that is local business update from the Wichita Business Journal here with Stephen Ted in the morning. Get local business updates and news every weekday morning at 7:50 and 8:50 right here with Stephen Ted in the morning on KNSS. It is 8:54 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS on the federal holiday. I'm very glad you're with us here this morning. Uh, Tourists in the Bahamas got a rare standoff between a dog and a shark. It was near a tour boat on the coast of Private Island when a (laughs) dog jumped into the turquoise waters and began to chase a 12-foot hammerhead shark. Cujo versus Jaws. The encounter was captured on video. Tourists were yelling for the dog to get back here. (laughs) The shark thrashed as the two animals circled each other before the shark swam away. No, chased it off. To the cheers of onlookers. Yeah, the dog (laughs) did chase the shark off. Tour boat reservation manager says uh, the dog usually greets their tours, but has never jumped into the water. And I guess happy news, the shark went away unscathed, as did the doggy. Oh, that is good news. So I guess nobody was harmed (laughs) in this weird little encounter. Right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. A Bengal tiger cub found by Albuquerque police in a dog crate last month now has a new home in Colorado. Four-month-old cub is receiving care, transferred to a wild animal sanctuary in Colorado. Caretakers named him Duke after the Albuquerque's nickname, Duke City. Oh, okay. Albuquerque police officers found the tiger cub while serving search warrants on a couple of residences thought to be illegally possessing a tiger. Uh, a big surprise. Yeah. Uh, New Mexico bans residents from keeping tigers as pets. And federal law prohibits private owners from keeping tigers as pets for breeding purposes. 855 with Stephen Ted here on KNSS here on Washington's birthday, the federal holidays. So no mail, a lot of banks closed, a lot of government offices closed. So enjoy your day today. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for Glenn Beck and then the Dana Show with Dana Lash, Sean Hannity Show, news updates all day long. Steve and Ted in the morning on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS Wichita. Enjoy this beautiful Monday.
0: Hi. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today.